I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello there and welcome to Hardcore Listing with Christopher Glasson and Stuart Roy Whiffin. This is a podcast all about top fives, in case you've never heard us before. We invite guests on, we get listener top fives, and sometimes we pick the top fives ourselves. This might be top five sandwich fillings, top five worst holidays, top five times your podcast host just looks ravishing and handsome. Oh, Is that good what you were thinking? Oh, uh, sorry. Hello. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for the introduction. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm Stuart Roy Whiffin. Uh, how are you all this morning? Um, we're well, probably not this morning, is it? It could be this morning. We're just because we're recording it this morning doesn't necessarily mean people are listening to it this morning. That's correct, Stu. We get after four years, it's all starting to all starting to come together for you, mate. Isn't it? Hey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so this will uh, this comes out Bank Holiday Monday. Hope you've all had a lovely Easter uh, long weekend. Hope the sun's been shining. I'm j- I'm looking. I'm thinking it's going to be the sun's shining this morning, and this is what Thursday morning. I reckon come. I reckon we're going to have a, a a relatively bright Bank Holiday. Hope so. Anyway, um, before we do anything um, to ensure that this podcast is free, we have to have lovely sponsors and. Uh, and what lovely sponsors they are. And uh, let's let's just take a moment and tell you all about them. Okay, first up, we have a brand new message from our sponsor, love-beer.co.uk. Charles says, we're delivering to home and office bars in and around London, including Essex, Kent, Hertfordshire and more. We're a one-stop shop for everything you need to pour a beer at home, from installation of the equipment through to delivering kegs straight to the bar. This year, with Rugby and World Cups, we're also developing our hire equipment with a quick and easy-to-use solution to have kegs at home. For about 3 20 a pint, we can install a keg with all the equipment you need to pour beer for up to two weeks. Yes, yes. All the equipment we provide can dispense up to two kegs at the same time. So if you wanted a lager and one of my amazing craft beers we featured previously on the podcast, then the per pint cost will be even lower and the equipment we use will keep it pouring properly for the full two weeks without you having to do a thing. The only thing you have to do is go to love-beer.co.uk. Bangboomcreative.com. That's where you need to go for the very best in film, photography and production work. Absolutely. Handsome Luke and his team over at Bang Boom have been proud sponsors of ours for bloody ages. 
Yeah, and we can tell you two things about them. Number one, their stuff is excellent. They work for massive global brands, charities, and companies of all shapes and sizes. The content they create does really, really deliver. We've done shoots with Luke. Uh, yeah. Loads of the people, our partners over at the network, and our mates have done shoots with Luke. Always banging, and they're always getting results. Yes, yes. And number two, they're just bloody nice to work with. The team at Bang Boom always give it their all. The business ethics are sound, and they're a bunch of warm, proper, decent people. So if you need some great visuals from a truly excellent company, check out bangboomcreative.com, sponsors of Hardcore Listing. The world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place. With Summer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you can always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere. They come across as harmless board game geeks or indie music fanatics, but the reality is far more sinister. Yes, yes. Wrenchy Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for. It can teach you life lessons along with fitness and, more importantly, peace. At Sama, he teaches karate, kickboxing, tai chi and MMA to all ages, from children as young as four to the very elderly, even Stu. What? Aside from that, he also teaches ladies self-defence, self-defence courses, team building courses, corporate training days, apprenticeships to become a martial arts instructor for SAMA. Yeah, he even teaches a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence while carrying your child, not defence against maniacal murder babies, because we all know there's no defence against them. So go hit Simon up at sama-academy.co.uk. There you have it, our wondrous sponsors. Recently, we were supposed to be recording with Sam at Academy at an actual karate dojo. Um, but I've been running my mouth over the last four years at how I'm a, I was a black belt. Um, but since having a karate sponsor, I've been backing out of that statement quite quickly. Um, and then I had to go to the extent of fracturing my collarbone just to get out of that session. So, mission accomplished. Yeah, uh, anybody that... I mean, it might might pop up in today's... Uh, today's top five yeah the the fact that to avoid confrontation you threw yourself off a mountain (laughs) is uh is quite impressive um so today's top five um i'll I'll tell you what before we do any top fives listeners um we want to tell you about our patreon uh patreon is something that we've been doing for a couple of years now and it's uh it's a wonderful thing uh don't don't fast forward this bit because let us let us just tell you what it is right so each week we put out another episode, and that episode An is episode. completely and 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 that top five is generally chosen by a Patreon. Um, sometimes the Patreons come on as guests as well. Yes, um, live shows. We do a monthly live hangout. Um, you can watch all the episodes. Um, you can yeah, you can go over there. We record all the videos of these, so you can go and watch them. If for some reason you want to see our faces, I've no idea why. The no, well, we there. might not want to see ours, but see our guest faces. And we've had really, we've had like big comedians on, like we've had Ramesh and uh, Rang and Ethan. We've had Brett Goldstein, mm. Rich Wilson, Jade Adams. So we've had loads of great mm. comedians um, who've come on. So you can see the video footage of our drunk cast with those those crazy. Absolutely. As well as that, um, I do little radio shows and little playlists oh, yeah. and stuff. So you often get one of them a week as well. So or two. Sometimes you put yeah, two out. You get a lot of bang for your buck, and and obviously yeah. at the the root of it, you're supporting this podcast. So, um, yeah, head over there. There's a little video of Chris and I in a hot tub, and some familiar faces like Gail Porter and Screw Pip will be telling you um, about our Patreon and. 
yeah, find out at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash hardcore listing. Or mm-hmm. your one stop shop, hardcore listing dot co dot UK. Dot com. I think we've got both. That's how we roll. Right, yeah. Website up and running. Head over there for all sorts of goodness. All the links you need. Anyway, we're not uh we're not tech guys, we're not uh we don't we're not computer uh, IT uh, engineers, are we? Would you want to be one for the day? No, oh, thank you. Oh, it's a clever link. And it really works perfectly Thanks, into my tenuous. number five. Oh, really? My number five. What's today's my top number five, five, Christopher? Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> For any of you who've clicked the link to this podcast and didn't read the title. Idiots. Um, top five jobs you do for a day, which I thought was a really great idea, Stewie. It was one of yours. What inspired mm-hmm. it? Um, not having one to do today. Uh, mm. so thinking, oh, what? No, I, I, it just popped into my head. I don't know why. I could have come up with some <laughs> elaborate lie. There no, we it, go. It there up. we go. Right. Got to peer into the mind of uh, Elon Musk's sequel there. Yeah. And, and just see what, what goes on. All right, top five jobs for a day. All right, I'll start. Go on. Um, seeing as you said uh, computer, computer stuff. It's very specific. I would like to be... My mate works in uh, 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 computer design, computer graphics design, and he does uh, 3D engineering uh, of, of uh, 3D, um, what they call frames, wireframes, people. And you'd think, hmm, that's quite boring, isn't it? Mm. Or, or maybe it's funny if you're in, in the industry. Um, but about 10 years ago, Jay told me about and he said, never guess what I was doing today. I was like, I, I don't know what you'd be up to. He said, I had to do a 3D image scan of Charlie Theron's bum. Who? You know the actress, Charlize Theron? Oh, I'm pronouncing it. I'm massacred. Here we go. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, you'll, you'll soon realise I'm not good with Sorry, Charlize Theron. That's it. Yeah. What did I? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I thought you yeah, I thought you were talking about some French actress or something. I was thinking, who? Right. Yeah. Oh wow. So for that, what I wanted his job for the day on that day. Right. What a highlight. Every job's got a highlight. If you're working if you work in a bakery, you probably get to have a sneaky, you know, get to have a cob every now and then. We say yeah. buns down in the yeah. south, but we do che- have a, a listening ship up in the north. Or something like that. Yeah. Have a little cheeky finger. Yeah, yeah chocolate. A seedy yeah. Knot. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, feel bad. But go on, go on, get them all out. Go I on. Think I'm done. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers Glazed bats. donut. Oh yeah. Maybe some bakies do it. Yeah. Bakies. Anyway, can you imagine doing it? How much fun would that be? Like, but how actually in reality, the reality of it, much like most jobs, your dream jobs, the reality would be, oh, this is super awkward and a bit creepy. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, I've got to scan a girl's bum. But the fantasy of it is brilliant. Yeah. And that's why that would be my number five. It literally muscled out things like being a computer games tester for a day, which yeah. again, I think sounds like a great idea. And then from what I hear, it's really boring because you're basically trying to make the game crash and like just running into walls all day and stuff instead of playing the actual game. So yeah, that'd be mine. Uh, being a creep for the day, uh, that might, might show up again. <laughs> All right. Uh, my, my number five. Um, mm-hmm. 
I want to be one of them Lego nerds that uh, that, that works mm. for Lego. You know where you see like the shows about how you get to be to work for Lego. The 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 applic- you know the applicant like numbers are ridiculous. Are they really? Like, what to go and work in Lego land? Yeah. And stuff no, like no, that? no. To work for Lego is like you know. Oh, what to design stuff the... and yeah, wow. it's crazy. And obviously you've got is it Lego Masters, a TV show. Uh, Never heard of it. It's just like five virgins, and and basically, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> are they trying to build? Is it a bit like weird science with Lego? Uh, are they trying to build the dream woman? No, they have to like, build like the, the tallest tower and things like that. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, but yeah, I love Lego, and uh, and obviously having daughters, it was like, oh right, okay, how are we gonna how are we gonna do the Lego thing? It's like right, scale electrics ain't gonna happen. You know, and I'm not. I'm not being sexist here. Uh, Sounds very sexist. Well, I mean, like first I've one was a, me scanning a girl's ass. No, I'm now just you're saying. Like, I'm not suggesting Lego's that, not for that, girls. That girls don't like Scalatrix. Of course they do. But I, uh, you know, I come from an era where all marketing for things like train sets mm. and that uh, was very boyish. It was, uh, and I, I know times are changing. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I'd... Uh, You've come to accept that, haven't you? Reluctantly. I've, I've, I'm a little suck on me, me, me worthers and uh, I'm a little <laughs> rock in me chair just trying to uh, deal with all this new new fan stuff, you know? God. Uh, Equity. <laughs> <laughs> World's gone mad, Chris. <laughs> PC uh, culture. <laughs> um, People free to do their own things, yeah. having access to it. God, oh, you sorry. can't say beep, beep, <laughs> beep, or fucking hey. beep anymore. <laughs> I'm glad you did that because you know I'd forget to edit yeah, it out. No. And then on the, on the front of the sun, it would be podcast Nazi Stu Whipping. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, 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 I had my Lego from when I was a kid uh, at my parents. So uh, yeah, I started, I started quite good. Um, and then just bought more for the kids. And what you can also get now is Schneid Lego, like stuff that isn't Lego but is essentially Lego. It just hasn't got the mm. words Lego on the tops of the little bricks. Mm. Uh, and you can get that really cheap. And so uh, you can actually get like things like fucking fire stations and things like that for like a tenner. So it's like, when if obviously if it was a, a Lego branded one, it'd be like seven hundred quid. Like, but did you uh, put that on your application? Because I got a funny feeling why that's why you weren't allowed to go to Lego World. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, how good would that be? Just going to work each day and just playing with Lego. Fucking yeah. brilliant. I love Lego. I, I I was a big fan of a stickle brick. Maybe that says something about my... Like you, but... I'll tell you shout, mate. Have I told you about the, the, the time that um, I was being a... Uh, I, I was being a bit of a stroppy uh, <laughs> young lad. Very young lad. Mm. Like when I was like sort of four or five. I was having like mm-hmm. all sorts of kind of behaviour issues. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, and so they, they they put you in a room with stickle bricks and watched me. <laughs> I heard that some of those uh, those yellow stickle bricks, the ones that are like fingers, some of those didn't leave that room. Yeah, uh, some did. of those left the room. Sorry, I yeah. should say. Yeah. Inside view. One still there. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I want to work okay. for Lego. Number four. All right. That's not for a Here's day, my... by the way. I quite like to do that every day. Right, well, that one's disqualified then. Um, right, my number four. This is this is raising the stakes a little bit. Get me a nice pair of shades, not cool shades like we'd wear, but you know, like the sort of like ones that are more like bandy. 
You know what I mean? Oh, oh like Oakleys. Like ones Oakleys. That, yeah. All right. Get me a set of Oakleys. Check me out in all black. I want a pair of black cargo pants, boots. Shave the side of my hair like this. And send me out to America to be a bounty hunter for a day. Mm. Not the bounty hunter. <laughs> Not the bounty hunter. Is that what you just said? <laughs> I was thinking God the Bounty Hunter, because yeah. I think most of mine would end in a shooting. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would get carried away and be screaming, I am the law, while trying to um, sort of like face someone down who skipped bail. How exciting would that be? I don't, I don't know if you're um, familiar with, Sa- uh, with, with the Sandman that, uh, that, that used to do all of Pip stuff, and uh, we've spoken mm. about him at length. Yes. Uh, uh, he looked a bit like Dog the Bounty Hunter, he did. Uh, he, he looked like Dog the Bounty Hunter who let himself really go. Yeah, Dog the Bounty Hunter went to a festival and didn't come home for six years. Yeah, like, Dog the Bounty Hunter found acid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and forgot to brush his teeth because I believe there was a few times <laughs> on tour. Because he, he went on tour with our, our mate Mike and his band Baddies. Mm. And uh, <laughs> and, and I, I just just plays on names. I, I can't ever, when Dog the Bounty Hunter gets mentioned... Uh, they mentioned one morning his breath was so bad, uh, <laughs> they referred to him as Dog Breath the Jobby Gobbler. He's <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, gold. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'd be Dog Breath the Jobby Gobbler. Um, how exciting would it be? I mean, I, don't, I, I think I'd go out there and find out, obviously, I'm not built for it. I think for, to be a bounty hunter, effective one, you've got to have a bit of size and a bit of weight about you. I've never had that on my size. I've got I've got a big fat tummy at the moment, but I don't look physically imposing. I think you could do it. You're a bit, you know, you've got a bit of height to you, and you're a bit of weight, you know, not in a rude way. I just look, you look a bit like, you know, you know, you stand on a door on Friday night, so you don't look out of place there. You know, if I stood on a door, I'd get like, I'd just get picked on. Um, <laughs> and so it is. A bit I like of a the fact that you get your first one right. You spotted him. And uh, and 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 you you're in your you're in your Ute and you're like you're bombing after him like through yeah. uh, through Arizona or something, and uh, and then all of a sudden the geezer gets out and he's just like, uh, "Hey boy, what the fuck you doing? You chasing me? Uh, you after the bounty on my head?" And you just that's think, a really good American accent. How do I deal with this? Uh, yeah. And to avoid doing that, you just throw yourself off a mountain and fracture your other collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> then just get airlifted home. Listen, what I'd do is if they were a little, maybe they, maybe they skip bow for rape. Let's get into, let's get into it. And then they, like, well, I chase him down an alley, and then he's like, right, oh no, you're a little, you're, you're, you, you're going to be my. Oh. I feel like turning you round and bending you over, boy. So basically, <laughs> you he's got like, a real he's pretty like, face. You got a pretty face. I want to knock those front teeth out. <laughs> and so, I, what I do is realizing that I've got so myself into a bit, oh. bit of a pickle. Is I get on my knees, get his Johnson out, and then stun gun his nuts. What? Just as yeah. he's coming? <laughs> After he's come. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Just after he's come and he's fucked yeah. me, that's when I catch him because that's when his guard will really yeah. be down. You know, once nice he's one. once once we're back at home and I'm in his arms <laughs> in the motel, that's when I'll stun him. Yeah, nice yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. I, you know what I mean? That banty. Yes, baby. <laughs>
What a Chris, the Chris, the cum collector. <laughs> anyway, this is the uh, family-friendly Acast version of our podcast. If you want to hear the blue version, come and become a Patreon member. Okay. So, Bounty Hunter. Now, without all the smut, how exciting would that be? Like, it would be, what a thrill ride. But also, only for a day, because I'd, I'd, I'd probably go, oh, that was fun. Never doing that again, though. I don't know too much about it. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I could, you know, stroll around Essex dressed like Boba Fett, I'd be all over it. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking when I was writing it this morning. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, like kind of just bombing around in a ute like, like dog. I find it really strange that like someone like that, I don't really get what the law is on power because <laughs> if just some... Someone like that just got out of a car and went to me, oh, by the way, uh, you owe me five grand. I'd be like, fuck off. Like, you, you wouldn't... wouldn't. You, you, yeah, I would. I'd, I'd see you in that motel quick. <laughs> We'd both be <laughs> in his arms. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, if Boba Fett landed next to me, I'd be like, yeah, man, like, how much? Uh, where's the nearest cash point? But like, yeah, just some kind of hillbilly. You would just think, well, I'd just call the police. Like... Yeah, I don't know. I I, did, I, I liked watching that just for uh, to to look at him and his wife because they are they're 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 interesting looking creatures, aren't they? I think she was. I think she passed away actually. Oh shit! He always looks like he's about he's one cheeseburger away from a heart heart attack. He's got that he's got that sort of like face that screams cholesterol. He's got like he's got that tan that just looks part worn. <laughs> like he he just looks like an handbag, doesn't he? He yeah, looks he like somebody's like, if they done like a, I'm going to come back to this. <laughs> I've got to do it justice now. <laughs> no pressure. He definitely use Elnet. I'm sure he's been around my mum's house and it's out of her bathroom cabinet, all that hairspray. Yeah, He's, he's got a can of Elnet, hasn't he? Absolutely. Barnet's outrageous. But, uh, but it stinks. Yeah, yeah. What's your, what's your number four? Oh, number four. Um. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
I'd love to I, see Steve Graham be Dr. Bounty Hunter in a movie. I think he could mm, pull it off. Yeah. Different, probably a different height difference, but he's got the same attitude. Speaking no of um, speaking of people that are, are, are terrifying and that shocking blonde hair, uh, have you watched the recent uh, Savile documentaries that's been uh, uh, I have started Netflix? watching it, but, you know, yeah, I've, I've watched the first 30 minutes and then. Fucking hell. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I've seen quite a lot of them about that nut. What a nut job. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, I'm going to go for my number uh, four. I'm going to go for um, a UFC fighter or boxer. At, oh, like the, yeah. the elite level. Yeah, you. Right. that's why it's only a day job for you. Because I don't think you'll last. I, don't I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't last. A, if I'm in the Octagon, uh, obviously, I reckon I'd last maybe 10 seconds tops. Tops. Mm. Um, Before you spark the other loser out. Exactly. And then, yeah. like... Um, no, I, I, there's so many things I'd want to experience, right, in that day, right? Uh, experience the training, right, and to be able to do it. To be able to feel like uh, an athlete in that condition, because are you I'm sure on the same day. I'm confused because you've got one day. What day are you doing, mate? Because it sounds like you're being greedy. No, look, all right. Let, let's. It's, it's fight week condensed into a day, right? It's his last day of intense training. Uh, That's just like sweating. So what you want to do is lose those few pounds before getting on the scales. I mind you, yeah. that's a few days after. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I'll go. Weight Watchers is my number four. I just, I just think we don't want to be too fantastical <laughs> with this list. Now, come on, mate. Sorry, sorry. I'm being a stickler for the rules. Go on. I like the idea of being able to like, oh, no, do you know what? Fuck the training, right? Let's go fight day, right? So we do the 24 hours, right? So the weighing, right? I want to yeah, get on like them the scales. Yeah, like the rules of the podcast. I want to get on them scales, like absolutely at fight weight peak condition and wonder what that must feel like hydrated right want to be hydrated to just know right your body is as finely tuned as it will ever be you know my body operates on about five percent of what it could be um uh no of what i think it, it you know what i hoped it could be uh it never will be um i'm an old out of shape prick but i do I do just think that must be amazing to just get off of them scales and then, if you've never seen a weigh-in, like, uh, they get off the scales and they're in, like, the, the actual fight day weigh-in. So they've already actually done the official weigh-in, but they're on the scales and they're in tip-top neck and then the crowd's there and then you walk over and you face off against your opponent. And just to do that moment where you are looking, essentially, on me. So I'm, I'm experiencing one of the most dangerous people on the planet staring into my eyes screaming internally that they're going to take my head off tomorrow like that must be quite some feeling what a thrill yeah like and then to make that walk through the o2 or caesars or you know what are you walking uh, out to uh i'm walking out to um i've ring the navy by the village people um uh i'm so sorry by the pigeon detectives <laughs> or um uh, take me home by Phil Collins. Um, <laughs> any of those? Um, but yeah, no. Obviously, I'm going to come out to fucking LL Cool J. Like Mama said, knock you out. Of course, uh, or anti up, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, and then I just want to experience what that must be like. Walking out to the cage is the closest thing you're going to get to as a gladiator walking out 
you know, in, in the uh, auditorium, not the auditorium, what do they call it, Coliseum, or whatever they're called, yeah. uh, w- walking out in, into that and just having the crowd either booing you or cheering you and then getting out together, that moment when all of a sudden everybody leaves and you just hear that 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 cage door shut and then you think, oh my God, this guy's going to actually try and seriously fucking do me now. I can't imagine what that must feel like. Uh, and obviously we're all big fans of watching that stuff and, you know, we, we've, we've watched it a million times and, but yeah, I'd like to experience it for, 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 yeah, experience it as a, yeah, as a, as a one, one job I, one job I wouldn't like is being the janitor who's got to come and clean up the bloody cage after you've been beaten to a pulp. Yeah. Shit your pants. I think that's, well, you say that, um, I was meant to have gone and watch my mate fight a couple of weekends ago and, and too scared. And yeah, I was just I was just too scared, mate. But Georgie <laughs> went and uh, and he said at one point guy got like hit, got a really bad body shot, and he said and all of a sudden he went down and then he was just laying down and he was motioning to his corner and it was like, Why ain't he getting up? And it was like, get a blanket, please, and he'd shit himself. You don't want that on a crowd, do you? You don't want that. Number right. three. My num- number three. Right. This is a bit action one as well. Don't worry, I'll rein it in after this one. I would love to be extra on the film set, Big Battle. Right. I mean, that's totally doable. Yeah, I know it's totally doable. All right, sorry. I want to be a spaceman for a day. Oh, that's my next one. Oh, okay. <laughs> How cool would that be? Like, because Pip... Pip did that, um, he did a, I don't know if Pete, I can tell, Pip did a, because Pip did a medieval piece, I mean, he's been in a few, and one of them, he did this massive, massive action scene on a battle, and he was like a barbarian, leader of a barbarian horde, it never made the cut, because his acting was so shit, that they cancelled the whole um, battle, mm. and basically, no, it's crazy why it got cut, what he said. It's absolutely mental, but that's not for me to say. Um, but he was basically saying to me that, you know, like it was like a five million pound budget for these few days shooting, and there was like hundreds of extras, and he said, Chris, you'd bloody love that, rolling around as a stuntman. Like you've got, to, you've got to work out your own choreography for some of them, and, you know, you get an axe and like a leather vest. So it's basically like a Sunday night. But, you know, in front of a camera. Well, I mean, it's exactly like a Sunday night. For, but, yeah, like, you know, can you imagine being on... Just a spectacle. I remember when Ed Skrine invited me down to one of his, his movie sets. He, he was filming in one of the docks. And it was like... It was such a nice thing for him to do. I was pretty low at that point. I was going for a really shit time. And I went and sat at the side of this set with him. And obviously he was, like, the, the big deal, the big star. So he's being treated, like, with, like, like royalty. But so did I. But I saw like even like the people like the, the the ads helping and all that, and it was just the most cool thing being on a film set. So how'd you du- how'd you double down on that? Yeah, you you get to you know play fight on a battle. So yeah. oh, that I, f- I think that might be my height. I mean, there's lots of things that go. Oh, Pip, that that is that is incredible. Really happy and also a little bit jealous he'd done that. But when he did that, I thought that's that's brilliant. That's absolute pinnacle. I think it's good that you have limited this to a day on set because when you said you get to kind of, you know, 
put together your own fight scenes, um, <laughs> and I was just thinking, oh, what a thirsty prick you'd be. You'd be like, there'd be like a hundred people going for it, and it'd be like, cut, guy <laughs> over there, like, what's going on, mate? And it's like, it's acting, mate. Like, yeah, no, no, I've just got this idea, <laughs> mate. No, like, you can we roll? <laughs> can we roll all those horses back a minute? Do the charge again, because I think I've got this thing. I, I've got this thing I want to try. Um, can you I'm just not back sure. the horses up a bit? Because I'm trying to <laughs> land my chopper in this bit. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if a film has ever started being about like act like high high paid actors and the protagonist, and actually. After like one of the extras does such a good performance at the background of one of the battles, they became the mo- main character. Yeah. I imagine that's probably the reason why they wouldn't they wouldn't want to cast me. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? Makes yeah, perfect yeah, sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's your number three, mate? Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a serious one now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, a teacher. Um, like I. Uh, have no doubt that if anything else goes wrong... But did you say teacher? You just have a go at me for saying being extra on the film set and you're going to go and be what? You're going to be a fucking supplier teacher for a day? <laughs> is that where this is going? I'm going to be like one of them like cool teachers, you know? <laughs> like, one of them like cool guys that's just like, you know, yeah, I'll, go, yeah. I'll go and have like a ciggy with like, a couple of the students oh, and that, wicked, talk yeah, about Bob Dylan yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, like, sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen The Matrix. Yeah, cool. I didn't touch him. Yeah. I didn't touch him. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the, the, the really good things that's come from doing uh, Pod Bible and podcasting is like, uh, I've been asked to, to do some like lectures over the, like, I've done maybe seven now at different unis. Mm. And it's, it sounds stupid, but it's been the most rewarding oh, thing I've ever done. Like, uh, after I done the first one, I was just like, oh, my God, that was incredible. Like, um, and I, yeah, I have, I think I must have said to you at the time, I don't think, you know, I've done anything in a while that has felt that rewarding. Uh, And so that's just going and talking to students for a couple of hours. Um, And I just think, do you know what? Like, I've had a little taste of that, and I really like it. Like, I would like to do a day as as a teacher in say maybe like a comp you know a, a secondary school like uh i don't know if they're called comprehensives anymore um but just to see like what could be maybe a more testing environment as a teacher go to like this kind yeah. of schools that not that you went to but like this kind of schools that i went to like you know and 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 have to kind of deal with you know what i'm sure teachers have to do daily uh and genuinely i think you'd be a really good teacher and like oh thanks man but like it is something that <clears throat> I think, yeah, you know, should I, I, I don't know, my career take a turn or something, finish or end or whatever. You never know what happens in this world, do you? Then I, I definitely think that will be my next thing. It'd be like, right, let's go and do the, the teacher training and and become a teacher. Uh, yeah, I, I've always like fancied it, but yeah, if you could have like a, a day at it just to give it a, a proper go, yeah. So a teacher give would be it. my number three. No, I don't think you'd be a really good teacher. Um, I haven't got anything nasty to say about that. I'm going to just leave it as a compliment. Um, right, my number two. Um, oh, God, this would be brilliant. Private investigator. Yeah, it's decent. 
if if there's one thing you probably know about me is how, how clever I am. Yeah, and I think I'll be very, very quiet. Yeah, I can imagine you just sort of slip past. <laughs> no one has noticed you. <laughs> Your track suit's very. You just blend in, like no one would even see you. You got. Uh, we need you to wear a suit today. This green floral one. Yeah, that would be perfect. No one will see you on the train going into London in that. Um, no, obviously. Um, but I would. Um, I loved. I'd, God, I love that. I've done investigation work. Like weirdly, like I said this, uh, probably about a year and a half ago. But I had to conduct some investigation at work, and everyone said I wouldn't find what we needed to find to help this person, and I found it. And so it was what? When really the, the, what was the cri- cri- criteria for this? I'm just trying to sort of picture like the sort of meeting when they were sort of passing. Right, look, we've got this, and somebody needs to investigate this. Um, who's going to look into this? It's like, pff, I don't know, Jason Bourne. Do you know what? No, Chris Watson. <laughs> right, when I discovered, when I found the evidence that was literally trying to find a needle in a haystack, and I found it, and I, it was a phone call we were trying to find out in like, like about 150,000 phone calls, right? And it wasn't marked. And I had to figure out patterns in order to f- locate this phone call. That people, everyone said wasn't recorded, didn't exist. And I found it and I heard the conversation I was listening to where someone had been misled. Oh, my heart was in my mouth. My heart was pounding because it took me, it must have taken me about eight hours to find. And I was basically being told to stop looking for it. And I was like determined I knew that it existed. And um, I don't know, like private investigator would be like more, a bit more like hands-on, like surveillance or trying to find like a lost, like a lost person or maybe like, even something salacious like trying to catch a love affair or something like that. Oh, man, how exciting would that be? It'd be fucking brilliant. And way within my skill set, obviously, all the others I've said so far, I couldn't work as a 3D scanner because they wouldn't let me through the front door. Um, definitely not fit to be a bounty hunter. Um, being an extra on a film set, I don't have any. I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the right look for that. But, yeah, being a PI, I reckon... I've got plenty of uh, raincoats, trench coats, anyway. You have, yeah. There's, there's so, loads of CCTV footage of you doing, like, kind of, um, I don't know what you'd call it. Um, I guess surveillance or, or creeping, like, you know, outside <laughs> various uh, nightclub toilets. Exactly. And things like that. So, I've done yeah, it all, mate. You're done probably it all. overqualified, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they don't have to do, like, a DBS check on me or anything like that. But other than that, I think I'd be fucking sweet. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Ah, me and you could be PIs for a day. That'd be great, wouldn't it? What would our names be? Um, Tarmac and the... <laughs> I don't know. He said something inappropriate there. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that now, now, you, now you actually stop now. That's quite nice. <clears throat> yeah. Um, right, okay, so my number um, two. Okay. <clears throat> um, right. Uh, I'd like to be in the SAS for a day. Like, so you've just well, is this after after you've had the shit kicked out of you in the cage? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 big time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I I just want to kind of um, not 
because you know, obviously, your hiding your identity is paramount. I wouldn't be very good at that. I'd update my Facebook status straight away. Uh, <laughs> Just with the SAH yeah. badge. Yeah. And I'm in it. Stuart, Stuart Whiffin, Super Army Soldier. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would... Uh, I mean, fucking... You know, don't get me wrong. It's just the 80s kid in me. All I want to do is abseil through the window of the Iranian embassy. That's all I want to do. Like, I want to throw a smoke grenade in there. Uh, and then I want to abseil through that window and go in. Uh, and when the smoke clears... You're just in the arms, curled up in the arms of one of the terrorists. <laughs> just post coitus. <laughs> just be in the fetal position. Uh, I've shit myself, but I'm just being looked after by Doctor Bradley. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, fucking hell. Like, I mean, I was watching the new SAS. Are you tough enough thing last night? And they've got rid of Ant Middleton, and they've they've basically raised the bar, and they've they've found like uh, an American version of Ant Middleton who. Um, it was really funny. He, he comes, he come on there last night, and he was like, he was so American military, it was hilarious. Uh, he then, within the first sentence, said that his heroes were John Rambo, Wolverine, uh, <clears throat> and something else, and he's desperately trying to look like Wolverine. Uh, oh, and no. he was just being super. I'm gonna have to watch some of this. Super fucking aggressive and alpha male. And all I was thinking was, you've dyed your beard black, mate. Like. You couldn't have tried any harder to have dyed your hair. Uh, yeah, it was like, it, 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 yeah, his name's Rudy. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm, I'm I'm intrigued as to obviously I've watched loads of series of of, of that, and he, you know, there's Navy Seals in this, obviously, and uh, and uh, uh, obviously Special Air Service and the, is it SBSC? Mm. Uh, and super, yeah, and super boat soldiers. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, super boat swimmers. Um, and they, uh, they just fucking, you know, it, it, I don't know what it takes to be these people. Uh, and I'd, I'd not, like to not uh, you, mate. It ain't me. It's so not me. I, you know, the only thing I, I watch and like, and I sit down and I must be so annoying. So I just go, I say that all the time, like. Yeah, I could do that one. Where they like stand there, uh, on on pull backwards, pull backwards. I could do that easy. Like, yeah, uh, I believe you can. Don't get me wrong. I'd have if I had to run to the top of a mountain to do it. I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't get there. Uh, Mm. But yeah, I do. uh, I just grew up as a kid of the eighties. That iconic scene of uh, of Mac and the rest of the lads going through that window of the Iranian embassy, just thinking. Mm. Fucking hell, how cool is that? Oh, it's it's incredible, yeah. uh, And yeah, and I think, uh, you know, and obviously, like, you just don't know what these, you know, what they do day to day. Like, what what other stuff are they involved in in the world? Mm. What other kind of little things are going on? Violence and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, little. So, yeah, I'd like to just have a, a, because it's it's like, you know, that's why that program's so big. It's like the Gypsy Weddings program and things like that. It's it's a peek behind the curtain of a world you never Mm. know about. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that. I'd love to think I could t- be tough enough to hack it, but I just know I can't. I, I've like, got no uh, qualms about that. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, it's just like things like, like my back. I'd, be, like, I'd hate to be that person who quit because his back started hurting and everyone would be like, oh, yeah, it's his back. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd hate yeah. the shame, the shame yeah. that you couldn't physically. I'd, have to, I'd literally have to physically like, break my collarbone yeah. just to prove. I'd I'd um, I'd I'd definitely spend like if we was in them them kind of barracks 
and you, you'd held us all up because of your back, I'd go full metal jacket. The minute you went asleep, I'd have a word with the rest of them. We'd all put bars of soap in socks and just hold you down and just fuck you up. You'd come over to my bed and I'd be furiously masturbating. You'd all just turn around <laughs> and get back into bed. <laughs> Who's first? Where's he find the energy? <laughs> That's the fourth time tonight. <laughs> I'm not getting it in the eye again. <laughs> you got to wait until he runs out, until he's dry, then we'll attack him. Anyway, my number one. Um, I've, um, I've, I've done all right in terms of um, careers to an extent. And like most interviews I've gone for, I, I'd say probably... Mm, I've got a great. I've got more jobs than I've been turned away for, like significantly more. I'm not trying to be a prick here. Um, and I've been being a prick throughout this podcast. Um, um, and I have just been lucky enough. I, I think like someone taught me good in interview technique or whatever. And I've always been very fortunate. And I'd probably say I've got 90% of the jobs I've ever gone for. That being said, Lord. the one job I've, always, I've applied for three times and three times I haven't even been fucking interviewed is where... Right, you ain't too cool to work in the Games Workshop. They've turned me down three times without even an interview. Right, no, but you wanted to be involved in like more of a marketing media angle. If you just want to be one of them donuts that just sits there fucking rolling <laughs> dice all day, like, no, that's, you ain't that's too not cool a, for that. That's look not at, a you're job. There, look, at you, look at yourself right now. Look at yourself right now. Headset with Gamer Microphone and Return of the Jedi T-shirt. Like, you wouldn't even have to say anything in an interview if you just walked in like that. There'd just be like, oh, Dicer over there, mate. <laughs> but the funny thing is, <clears throat> that's just like a games tester. And from what I hear, it's quite hard uh, in terms of, like, the, like they're, they're asked to do a, do a lot. I wouldn't kind of mind that, I guess. But I'd love to be just a games developer for one fucking day. Let me in there. Let me write some nerdy storylines or let me come up with some gaming formats or whatever. Oh, give me a day. Like one of my job applications, Stu. The I nerd hierarchy there will be unreal. Yeah, yeah. I've, I actually think, I, I, I yeah, I, I, I don't deserve a job there because I, I think that even though like, I have a, like, I do like it and I have a passing interest, I'm not like a lifer like some people have got a wealth of more inf- uh, knowledge than me. I can't paint for, for squat, really. Um, and you've got people who have been hardcore it their whole lives and, and deserve a job there. But like, it's funny, isn't it? A job I would love to do, they've, uh, they've, they've never been in, uh, interested. Um, but one of, one of the times I applied, I literally took one of their bits of artwork and I <laughs> cut and pasted my face onto this, onto, this mon- onto this person. I did a really good little job of Photoshop with my face onto it. And then I wrote myself a profile as if I was one of the characters in the uh, thingy. And uh, I knew it was a high-risk sort of application. <laughs> they went, nope. <laughs> but the funny thing was, you I had on, five... You failed on having uh, some confidence. We've also seen relationship status. You have a partner. Uh, <laughs> can we draw from that that you've probably had sex? So unfortunately, you will not be allowed to work. <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, I had five things that I, I, I really believe they needed to change. This was back in t- uh, about 2010. I remember. I had five, it was five, later than that. We was doing 2012. the podcast when you done this. No, no, no. That was the third time I applied. It was <laughs> the one where I did, where Pitt filmed me. loser. The second time, I literally, um, I had five strategies that I really felt that they hadn't, they hadn't, inf- they hadn't put into place that, yeah. that they really needed to. And they now have done four of those five strategies. And um, really good ones, but one of them is obviously the social media front. They absolutely was not doing anything, had not built, lost their entire community. But one of those strategies they still haven't done, and it's the one that they make the most money out of and be great for the community. But I'm not gonna, not gonna give it away for free on this fucking podcast. Um, Nah, because there's so many people who listen to this who are going to run off to Games Workshop and go, hey, Uh, you know that guy that you haven't hired three times? He's got a good idea. I had a look at the analytics yesterday, and I think 80% of our listeners are Nordic orcs. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Should work. (laughs) What's your number one, mate? Um, uh, I'll be the Prime Minister for the day and uh, and, and, and just quit. Well, you dress up as Boris Johnson and then hand in your notice. I mean, we're, we're, we're recording this the morning after the one show, right? You see that? No. Oh, so good. So no. good. What right. happened? Um, it was the, uh, one of the, the fellas from um, Danton Abbey or something like that. He's mm. a new big American blockbuster. Uh, and he was sitting on the couch and they were like, oh, so um, tell us about the kind of uh, the, 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 the plot of the film. Um, and then he goes, "Oh no, sorry, that was uh, the, the the Boris Johnson film. Sorry, uh, and like, like literally prime time. I think uh, amazing. I think it's 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 a lot. I think it's something like four or five million people watched the one show. Like, and fair play to him for just you know, yeah, going for it. 
Like, well, we, but Johnson just apologised, didn't he? Like, has he got off the hook, basically? Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's, he's got a job to do. He's got a job to do, Chris. Just move on. Oh. He's got a job to do. Like, you know. it, like that Ukraine war, Chris, I bet he's like... Stop, please. He's got to move forward now. He's got a job to do. He's got things to do. He can't be, he can't be like, you know, he's got, he's got to lead our country. He, uh, he, I bet he couldn't be happier about the Ukraine war. I, I, I honestly, honestly mean that. I, I would not be, I would not be surprised at, in any shape. in his mind, or he said to one of his confidants, "I oh, think this is going to absolutely cover all our mess because no one's going to be paying attention." Mm. And that's basically what it is. <clears throat> I, I can't stand <clears throat> him. I, 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 I reserve hate for very few people, but I, I borderline hate Boris Johnson. He works for us. Yeah, he don't. He does this. He works for himself. We put him there, you know. The the British public put him there, yet he now behaves like we all like do what he says, and it's like, hang on a minute, you got voted in by the British public, and now look at what you've done. You've lied and lied and lied and tried to cover it up, and now you've literally been like made accountable. No, he anyway, hasn't been made accountable. That's that's what upsets me. He, what that shows is you, can, as Prime Minister, you can get away with whatever the fuck you want and why should any of us pay attention to anything that they have to say? And I would, I would, I, I'm sorry, I'd spark him out. I think I'd spark him out if I saw him. And I know that's not the right way. I know really what we should be doing is talking and, you know, but there's nothing, that guy is gone. He's gone in his head. And I don't think there's much redemption for that fucking bag of custard. Anyway, Do um, so what was no, she doing that, as Prime uh, Minister? Uh, Sorry. Uh, I was going to resign. <coughs> but, um, oh. uh, no, I'll tell you what, I'll, 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 I'll switch it up, right? I'll switch it up because I don't want to get too uh, political or have any rant. Um, <coughs> um, oh, so I've got a few. Do you know what? I'll go with that, but I'll, I'll throw some honourable mentions mm-hmm. at you. Go on, him. <coughs> I, this was the one that was on my um, uh, on my list with my uh, letter from my careers officer mm-hmm. after musician uh, stuntman. Um, oh, incredible! Yeah, it's close to me. Uh, I'd like to be a traffic warden for the day and just be really nice. Lovely idea. That's really so, cute, uh, mate. M- movie Don't car, worry about mate. that, mate. Yeah. I'll keep an eye yeah. for five minutes. Hurry up, though. Yeah. Like um, things that I think um, I like to think that I'm a relatively confident human being. But there's things that mm. I think would test my confidence that are possible in a weird world. Mm-hmm. Um, a stripper. I'm uh, sorry, you want to be a stripper? No, I don't want to be a stripper. Um, I know old fucking Magic Pip fucking harbours a fucking desire to do that. It does. Like, um, but <coughs> yeah, the, the, the thought of getting the butter mushroom out and me man tits and, like, and, and just kind of standing in front of... Uh, a, a, a load of drunk hens like that's terrifying right absolutely terrifying like um yeah so i was just thinking of things that would make take me really out of my comfort zone and would test me so that uh mm. and, and the uh, stand-up comedy oh like, that's terrifying speaking to um i was speaking to joshua last week and uh and yeah, you know he's doing so well now. And and, mm. and I spoke to Rich Wilson last week as well. But, uh, funnily enough, um, and yeah, and, and and Rich was saying that, um, and I had the conversation with, with, with similar with you. So he finds it really strange to to ask people to go on his podcast. Uh, 
And I was like, that's so weird. I said, like, Chris has said the same. And he went, yeah, I know. He said, like, it's just something that, I don't know what it is, but he said, and I was like, and I find that so strange that because you're both confident people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I said, and you, Rich, you do something that I could not. Couldn't do. Could, I could not do that. Like, to go and stand on a stage in front of people and go, right, all look at me and my job now is to make you laugh when a lot of you don't really even want to. You, you, you come in at this not to be laughed, not, not to laugh, but to kind of judge me. Like, fuck that, man. Uh, I mean, the the good thing for me is I know people wouldn't laugh, so I guess I don't have an expectation of myself that I'd go up there and anyone would find me funny. Um, I don't know. You've got got that kind of look where people laugh. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Good idea, yeah. What about that? Maybe wear your little tracksuit, you know, your headset with your microphone, walk out there. I wouldn't even say a lot. You'd probably get your first laugh pretty easily. I think the first, that's quite first good. Laugh, the <laughs> okay, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, Stuart Whiffin. <laughs> I've been Chris Gladson. You've been amazing. I'd love to DJ uh, Hustlers in Las Vegas. I, I have a fascination about the... the, the the sort of like the the, the 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 sex work world. I have an absolute fascination with it. Obviously, shocker. Because that's a shocker if you've ever listened to this podcast and heard of my exploits. But I think that I just think it's a fascinating industry. And I, I yeah. and and I, the hustlers was such a fun night. And what's the, what's the other big pol- one? Sapphires. Sapphires, right? Yeah, that's, that's the one I went to. That that I've never seen anything like that. Oh, it's mad. It's absolutely bananas. It's and yeah, of course, I love it's, looking it's... at naked women. I mean, shocker as well. But I mean, like the pole dancing and the whole spectacle of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about it. To, to, mm. Obviously, there's it's a It's really there's a dangerous... great that you're going at this from like, you know, that, that you operate on a, on a higher level than, yeah. than just looking at tits. I like the fact no, that you no, get no. it on a different level to most. That's really good no, of you, man. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it on a different level. I, I yeah. don't just want to see like um, some woman spinning around with a rat out. Yeah. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.